dig, and you might too. What's up? Welcome to the Things We Dig podcast, where we talk about pop culture and bullshit. On today's episode, wait, do the skinwalkers work down by Fremont Street? And like it dawned on me, I'm like, yeah, why would someone be praying in the bathroom, right? I thought you were going to say, I want to suck your butt. Lamar Odom knows all about that. Welcome to the Things We Dig podcast. My name is David. Ooh, it's Chris Fig. I was going to do a ghost voice. It's Uncle Bobby B. <laughs> <laughs> Snake. Good evening. It's Alex. Ooh, that's a good one. That's like Haunted nice. Mansion ghosts. I thought you were going to say, I want to suck your butt. <laughs> that's for the end that's for the last that's for the, for the, for the if, you, if you stick around to the end listeners uh you'll hear alex do his uh dracula some impression ass, some, some ass play dracula <laughs> <laughs> oh man but uh given that it is october now we're coming up on halloween i thought it'd be a fun episode to do uh just one on ghosts and scary stories or you know any experiences possibly that we have had happen to us or somebody that we might know um unfortunately we don't have the other chris here with us for this episode but it's great to see your guys's faces i know it's been a while since you know even this group has had the time to get together so let's fucking rock and roll and scare some pants off of people right yeah hell yeah but uh, I just wanted to see, I know out here in Vegas, just uh, to kick it off, my uh, fiance, she's been to this place. I have not. And we had plans to go together. And then uh, other plans were made that now we have a baby. And so it's a little bit harder to get out to these places, but in the mm. near future, hopefully. But have you guys uh, heard of the Zach Baggins Museum out here? is home and houses a lot of very uh cursed objects and just paranormal you know things i guess the annabelle doll from the conjuring universe happens to be there as well as a lot of other weird kind of memorabilia of like serial killers uh well-known serial killers another very odd thing that they have there is the hotel bed that um lamar odom od'd on out at the bunny ranch out here too what? Ooh, <laughs> that's a hot ticket item right there yeah, yeah. somehow there's some connection with that being cursed i guess the guy who used to run the bunny ranch he might have like died in this maybe in the same room or on that bed or something too as well so they try to say there's some weird connection but from what I hear, that place is extremely scary. There's the well-known uh, stories of, you know, what's his name? Post Malone has been on Joe Rogan talking about going there. He's somebody who's into, you know, ghost hunting and shit like that. And uh, they have something there called a Dideck box. And it's some ancient box that supposedly has trapped like ancient spirits or demons, if you will. And when Post Malone went in the room with this box, him and Zach opened it up and supposedly released this entity or whatever. And it like the month after he had like a plane crash, he had a car crash and just really bad shit was happening to him. And I guess you can, you know, attribute that if you will to that happening, or maybe it has something to do with like welcoming that energy. I don't know how this shit works, but do you guys believe in any of this stuff? Do you believe in like ghosts or evil spirits you know still being here after people have passed 100 my friend 100 i think the idea you said of, of, of it's hard to tell but if you if you sort of bring in that energy like if you start welcoming it in you're kind of opening a door so i do believe it in that sense maybe it's bad energy or you're just kind of manifesting it but if you if you want it it will come and Lamar Odom knows all about that. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, he came a lot that night. That night, he I'm pretty sure. A lot. <laughs> yeah. I want to say no, but then now if I'm the only non-believer by like scary movie law tonight, I'll be like, Bobby died last night. <laughs> <laughs> Didex coming dude we here. have to have at least one skeptic in the group though because there's a as i've gone down this rabbit hole on youtube there's a few different ghost hunters out there and shit and you know i, I would assume that some of these people are biased towards believing so they're kind of editing or even being like did you hear that like in the moment and they'll use that equipment you know to where it's like who's in this room and it'll be like radio frequencies that pick up words and stuff and that is weird all in itself but i feel like you can chop that up to being a coincidence as well if you're really sitting in a room for a few hours and then edit some footage you know who's to say unless you're truly experiencing it yourself and the mind can play fucking tricks on you dude big time especially if you're putting yourself in a scary environment where you're already fucking feeling scared or searching to find something but there are these one dudes um and i can't believe i'm spacing who they are they're with uh fuck what is it i don't know but they're they're with some uh internet company or whatever that started up back a while ago and they go out and one of the dudes is extremely skeptic and they're both like uh have like comedy backgrounds and this guy always is just like antagonizing like they'll be like don't go in there and like talk shit to this supposedly demon or like bad entity and the guy will just be in there like talking mad shit the whole time and like cracking jokes and the other guy's always sitting there like oh my god dude he's like why are you doing this <laughs> like, he's like come out you pussy yeah shit really like there? that Come there's one where they're like uh on a bridge and it's supposed to like supposed to be haunted by a demon and stuff and it's called like devil's backbone bridge or whatever and he's like you bitch he's like i now declare this shane's bridge he's like unless you come out here right now this is now owned by me and like he just always pulls this shit and nothing ever really happens you know there'll be weird shit that kind of could scare you but he always just rationalizes it in his brain and it's funny to see somebody like that in these haunted places where other creators will go and like get these videos that are like you watch them and you're like holy shit that's scary like that shit's haunted but that guy will put himself in the same situation so maybe like the state of mind and how you really look at it and try to rationalize it like plays a pretty big role in it you know those shows kind of going around right now have you seen that other one with uh jack osborne ozzy's son and I did watch Ozzie, some of those <laughs> ozzy and sharon on a couch and he just shows them paranormal activity basically clips he's like you think that one was real and then, Dude, and then there basically, is... <laughs> basically Sharon and Oz are like, no, that one's not real. And then like, oh, that one might be real. Dude, that's some high entertainment value right there. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even, I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, yeah dude. You can find them on uh, Max. I think there's like the series. But dude, did you hear about Robert the Doll, Bobby, and Ozzy Osbourne and Jack? No, I did not hear about Robert the Doll. So this doll is out. I believe it's in germany i was trying to look it up really quick but they go out and this is supposedly the most haunted doll or originally it was like somewhere i forget where they house it now but uh this doll is fucking creepy looking dude it's a scary fucking doll it's from the company that originally made the teddy bear and they came out with this like doll afterwards it's like a three-foot doll like plush doll his name is robert and uh the kid who used to own him it was the Otto family that's what it was and uh, they would hear their son playing with this doll at night and it'd be two distinct voices, like their son's child voice and a deep, like grown man's voice talking in the room. And uh, weird shit just happened. Like if you talked shit to the doll or just weird occurrences would happen, you know, things were moving, uh, things were moved around. The doll was like causing havoc to these people's lives. And eventually this dude, it was his childhood home. He left and um, came back and bought the home later on in life. And he built a life-size, like doll life-size living quarters for this doll up in the attic. And he would go spend hours with the doll still. And he was like married. Oh, sorry, guys. And he was like married as well and stuff. And he would go spend time with the doll and speak to it. And who knows, maybe like the kid That's had weird. mental issues or oh, something. Yeah. But they say if you go and you look at this doll, like and you take pictures of it. And if you don't like apologize to it and stuff, and they say the same thing about the Annabelle doll. If you go to Zach Baggins or Bagans uh, museum out here, then you, if you look it in the eyes and you're like in any way, not taking it serious or talking shit to it, bad shit can happen to you. So you're supposed to like apologize and be very like apologetic. Same thing with this doll 
Well, Ozzy Osbourne went with Jack and he bought just like a replica little plush doll that they sell. I oh, guess, why? And That's he took dumb. it and he was fucking with it. He was like throwing it like uh, down on the ground and stuff. No. I guess he put it in a put it in a microwave and like really fucked with it. And no joke, you can look it up. Ozzy Osbourne had bad health and like shit happened to him afterwards. And he seriously attributes him coming down with Parkinson's disease to this fucking doll and the experience. <laughs> Me. <laughs> maybe it's the 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 okay. catholic the catholic in me but i'm like no way dude i'm staying far from that shit dude no way i should look scary yeah that that yeah. doll that also doll. i i couldn't look more like robert the doll like right <laughs> i'm in the same i'm in the same pose are you guys are got, you guys looking at I've his face my, dude yeah and i've got my dog oh my right god we <laughs> got the dog right here i couldn't look more like robert the doll just you just yeah, need I a guess... little you, you just need a little sailor hat bob yeah, and and... if i had a little sailor hat i'd be robert the doll for halloween right oh, now god. so i guess the doll lives in key west florida nowadays so hey if we want to take a pod vacation sometimes guys right. we could uh <laughs> go down and look at it but um, I know I kind of opened up on the museum, some weird information about that museum. I was watching a little background story on it. It's an old house out here in Vegas. And I mean, we're all originally Vegas boys for the most part, you know, fig grew up a little in Cali most, most of the time in Vegas and then back in Cali now. But uh, dude, it's some older house that Jenna Jameson, believe it or not, was raised in for a, a partial period of her childhood, like up until- What is she like, known for? <laughs> i think she was like a teacher she was or a ghost hunter or something. Yeah. <laughs> there's something oh she was married a... to uh tito ortiz the mma fighter <laughs> oh he was one of the first influencers we'll say <laughs> influencing okay okay all right but something that occupations. was yeah something that was really weird about this house was there's a basement and supposedly like uh there was like a pentagram on the ground and they were saying people used to do like sacrifice sacrifices and like ritualistic like occult shit in that house. So just inviting that, I guess, dark magic and you know bad spirits, evil spirits into this house. And she herself has like attested that weird shit would happen in that house, and it just had bad energy. Well, this dude, and I, I guess he's from Vegas too, which I never knew. Uh, he decided to take all of these artifacts that he's amassed. He has a lot of the Warren. Uh, couples shit in this place that like i was saying and just really crazy stuff that's in this place and so it's just already i i didn't know this before like when i would ask my girlfriend about it i thought it was like the mob museum i thought it was going to be like somewhere downtown just like in a building and i was like oh whatever that's kind of cool but like the more i like looked into it i was like dude i'm like partially like do I really want to go in here around all of this shit that supposedly can like attach itself to you if like you're not taking it serious and stuff like that. But yeah, just really strange history to this place to begin with. And this Do guy know- was like, yep, put my shit there. <laughs> Do you know where it's located at in Vegas? Um, Somewhere off the strip. Downtown. I don't know exactly where. It's close yeah. to downtown Um, off of like, I want to say near like Sahara or something, or I don't know. It I think downtown. I think you can see like the stratosphere and stuff behind it, you know, it's like Charleston, in videos that I, I saw. I'm not oh, sure. okay. But yeah, dude, uh, definitely want to go there and just check it out at the very least. But yeah, I thought it was funny with the Robert doll that uh, Ozzy Osbourne, now that you brought that up, like he seriously was Damn. like, I shouldn't have fucked with that doll, dude. And Didn't he got par- diagnosed no. with Parkinson's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> should have uh, fucked with little Bobby. Bobby the doll. <laughs> oh shit. And even this video that I was watching of these guys, they're uh like ghost hunters. Uh they were on Joe Rogan. They're like younger dudes, they're in their 20s. And I guess Joe Rogan's daughter's really into their videos. And that's how I got introduced to them was the Joe Rogan experience. And it was uh their name is Sam and Colby. And they go to all of these like notoriously haunted. They've been to the conjuring house, like a bunch of other areas. They've been across seas at places that are supposedly haunted. And that's where I found out about uh, this doll and they'll film it and they'll warn you before. And they're like, we're about to put the camera on the doll. Like if you don't want to even risk like looking through a screen and inviting this energy, they're like, then look away now. And you can go to the videos where they do this, like with these dolls and all the comments are people apologizing to Robert for looking him in the eyes. (laughs) 
So I was like, it makes it even creepier, dude, when you just like see thousands of comments just apologizing I'm to so this dog. Yeah, and yeah, I made a little mockery of it. Like I made a little funny comment under there. I don't know exactly what I said, but oh. I was like, after I did it, dude, no joke. I edited the comment. I was hey, like, don't kill me, Robert. <laughs> hey, demons. It's your boy. <laughs> but they haven't made a uh, scary movie. Maybe they have. But, uh... I, I think the, I, I was looking at the, like the boy. There's like a movie about this doll that it, it, it's just a boy and, you know, some crazy stuff happened. It seems like that's based around Robert the doll. It's okay. funny you say that too, Al, because supposedly Chucky was inspired off of the story oh, of Robert shit. the doll too, okay. of it just being possessed, uh, a yeah, doll yeah, possessed, yeah. you know, twist of it. Um, but I did have a few other little talking points here and down the rabbit hole that I went, dude. Have you guys ever heard of a creature called the Skinwalker? Oh yeah, I've heard the term, but I don't know too much uh, specifics on it. It's mm-hmm. I think it's like in different cultures, it can be called different things as well. I think like a Wendigo is another one, and it's like in Navajo folklore this, a lot. Wait, do the Skinwalkers work down by Fremont Street? <laughs> no, those are the Skin Flute players. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be mistaken. <laughs> equally as creepy <laughs> but yeah, these man. creatures supposedly are in like forests a lot and like at least for the skinwalker videos that i've seen or people talking about them it'll be like uh just really creepy looking like paranormal like some of them will like take the form of like a wolf but it like walks on its hind legs you know and then other ones are just like pale figures that sunken in eyes just really scary shit and the more you look into it it's like i just imagine like being in the forest like with your friends and stuff can be scary enough just especially if there's nobody else around you it's remote you're out there in a tent you hear like a wood i mean like a tree branch or something snap out in the distance like that shit's fucking scary dude and that's when your mind like really plays tricks on you And uh, a lot of these skinwalker videos that I've seen will be like people that say like they heard like a familiar voice, like one of their friends, like it was mimicking the voice and being Mm -hmm. like, hey, come help me over here. And just like strange shit like that. And supposedly like if if one gets you, it fucking kills you and like eats you or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, I just always think about it, man. And the more like I hear these stories and you can look them up. It just like freaks me out about camping. But then the more I think about it too, like let alone skinwalkers, I've also been just seeing videos of like people solo camping, being in a tent and just having like random strangers, just like a single person be like walking up on them and shit. And I was like, hell the fuck no, dude. When you're just out there by yourself and there's some like person out there, you know what I mean? Like fuck that shit, dude. But um. Yeah, you, it makes me kind of think twice about like where I would want to go camping, to be honest. Do that. you guys know any person that goes camping solo? I feel like that's maybe like a more of an older man thing, right? Like, honey, I'm just going to head out for the weekend. Like nowadays, like, no, fuck that, dude. Like by no. myself. Why? That doesn't seem enjoyable. And as you're saying, Dave, that seems fucking terrifying, right? To be out it's there. Honestly, I mean, maybe it's honestly dangerous, post, but. Yeah, it's just dangerous too, you know, like if you don't have any cell phone reception and if you were to even just to get hurt, you know, or, you know, if you were somewhere where there was some type of predator, some cougars or a fucking, you know, mountain lion or a bear, if you're in bear country and a bear just walks up on you. Unfortunately, I just saw a story of a, an older, a, a couple that was just killed by a bear out in Banff dude, uh, National yeah, Forest or yeah, National Park out in Canada, dude. So and you never know. Spooking everybody because they're ghosts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a ghost bear. <laughs> yeah. They're skinwalkers now, dude. Yeah. They're <laughs> skinwalkers, dude. Scaring everybody. Dude, there At was the even. Very- um... Oh, go ahead, Al. My oh, bad. there was a. Well, you said Skinwalker. It's 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 involving UFOs and aliens too, but it's in Utah. Uh, they don't give you the necessary address to this place because they don't want people to go. But if you guys heard of the Skinwalker Ranch, yeah, and I, I read, read a book that about that. Um, fascinating stuff. Um, a lot to do with UFOs and stuff like that. But the Skinwalker story came involved with that. But really, really cool shit. Um weird shit you know stuff with like mutilated cows like surgically mutilated and just Ooh. just things that just are unexpected. sounds like nope 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. It was like fucking weird, uh, weird stuff. George Knapp, uh, the homie, he was like a Las Vegas news reporter. He's big into that, but uh, the hunt for the Skinwalker Ranch, pretty, pretty fucking weird stuff. So it's funny that you brought that up. Well, even like Skinwalkers just being in the forest and stuff. Uh, have you guys ever heard of the missing 411 stories at all? I have not. Nope. Tell me about it, brother. These are pretty interesting, too. Uh, a retired cop. He, I think he was like out of San Jose. His name was uh, David Politis, uh, I think, or Politis. I, I don't know exactly how to pronounce it, but uh, this guy was in a national forest and he was approached by a, uh, what do you call it? The uh, forest ranger. I could not think of what those that profession was, but by a park ranger out there. And just weird shit happens in national parks, dude, that they don't really publicize. And the missing 411, I think it's for uh, the amount of cases that this guy originally had. Like, this is how many cases he's looked into. He's published multiple books about it. There's a few documentaries about it as well, but they're just strange occurrences of like uh, people being out, even children that go missing. And it's like, you, there's no rational way to explain like how it happens like it'll be in an instance they're gone and a lot of them like their clothes will just be like in a pile folded up like where they were and then sometimes they've found these people or i guess not the missing ones but some there's some uh, people that have been found and they're like miles and miles away to where like it's not even physically possible that they could have traveled that length but it's uh just really weird shit it'll be people like, experienced campers experienced uh hikers that go missing and uh yeah it's just really scary shit dude and a lot of people believe like there's could be just weird shit that goes on in these forests maybe weird creatures that live out there that we just don't know about you know that are so scarce that prey on people like something like a skinwalker or something that we've never even heard of before but if you guys ever have the chance look into some of these stories they're all on youtube you can like go on and just type in missing 411 and it'll just be people that deep dive into these stories and if you ever just want to have like a good scare or even just want to be like thought provoked on the subject it's pretty interesting and weird shit dude i don't want that at all but like that's yeah now i used to and i used to like be like i want to go to these national forests and like kind of camp there and stuff and now i'm like fuck now i, I don't really want to do it dude that's because you're living for more than you dave now you've got a greater purpose now true I, true I, I like diving into this kind of stuff and and, and feeling like the uh, i guess the feeling of being scared but still knowing that you're, you're safe right but th- this might be a kind of a offset question but do do cults still exist like I, i'm sure they do but it, it doesn't seem like we really know too much about them like like back in the day but i wonder if there's anything to do with like fall like legions of people following like a certain you know satanists who are into certain oh, yeah demonic have you not, stuff have you not seen the clips from the eras tour movie no, I, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just got that. I just got that. Yeah. Those people freak me out more than Satanists, man. I'm just going to say. <laughs> yeah, we we are going to get ransacked if this ever makes the air. Don't fuck with the Swifties, dude. No, no. Do we not. respect you guys. What you guys are doing is good fun. We're sorry. Yeah, you must apologize to them like we do with Robert. We, <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Sorry. I mean, you might get a bigger curse on that, honestly, than Robert the doll. I take my chances with the doll. I, <laughs> I wasn't a Travis Kelsey fan until he got involved with Taylor Swift. Now I hope for the best. Hope he wins another Super yes. Bowl. Please, they break up and he just has like a double ACL blowout and shit. <laughs> dude, he's like career-ending injuries. <laughs> Don't fuck around. Uh but yeah, dude, I mean, even on this talking point, I mean, I have ghosts on here. I I personally think that ghosts could be real, but I also believe like, you know, who knows, like when people pass away, like if, if, I, if there's like a certain reason to why other people get trapped, like in this plane still and can still kind of communicate with people or even sometimes people experience, you know, like evil ghosts or demons i guess i is how you would classify those and i guess we could uh transition this into experiences do you guys have any like 
any weird shit that's ever like happened to you personally where you were just like try to justify it in your brain but you're like it's just weird yeah i got one i was uh watching we were on the annual like october scary movie kick and hadn't seen the insidiouses but like they're so well received these days as far as like horror movies go uh of recent times so it's like oh let's pop one of these johns on so we were watching it watched the whole movie had a little couple jump scares nothing crazy or whatever in a basically dark house um and the movie i flip back on the lights my dog hops off the couch sits right in front of the guest room and just stares into the dark guest room for like three minutes doesn't do anything there's nothing in there he's just like attentively just staring <laughs> into the guest room and we were both like looking at each other like what the fuck and we're like we're like wally and like snapping at him and then he would like look back at us and then like slowly turn his head back into the guest room and that's just like the creepiest thing that's ever happened Damn, as far as like, like dogs know stuff. man dogs, dogs know, know. Especially dogs when you see the slow turn too, it's just like yeah, yeah. He didn't house, want to take his eyes off us. When I moved into my house uh, upstairs, the laundry room is like there's like a loft, and then there's a, a hallway that goes to the bathroom, and the laundry room's like right there as well. And mm-hmm. uh, my dog, she passed away in the springtime, but when we moved in, she would go and just stare like that dude she'd stop and just stare into the laundry room and he used to fucking freak me out man i'd like look (laughs) over at her and be like what are you doing like because it felt like she was just like looking at something that would be standing there or getting her attention and then i had a friend bring her dog over and her dog was doing the same thing and i wasn't going to say anything she's like whoa dude that's fucking freaky she's like is your house like haunted or something like do you see that and i'm like yeah thanks for acknowledging it i was like i always just ignore it but yeah my no, dog this, does is, the same thing. <laughs> this is a new build motherfucker this was built in 2012 <laughs> yeah no 2012 ghost running around <laughs> it was an um, indian, uh, indian burial yeah, ground. Yeah, good point, yeah, good yeah, point some so. vegas mobsters mm-hmm. um, yeah. and then another spooky thing i self did but it wasn't spooky for me i <laughs> once uh took the rotating like uh fan you know, like the big circle fans on the stick. And then I put that on a stool in my bathroom uh, and then put a sheet over it while my wife was taking a shower. <laughs> and she opened That's it up good, and screamed. And it was fucking uh, hilarious. That good. was good. That's it was good. good. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Good idea. Uh, it's a good so scare. Good scare. Yeah, it's a good scare. So that was less scary than the dog just staring at the guest room. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Those are my paranormal experiences. Oh, yeah. I yeah. What about you, Fit? You got one, dude. I I have two. Um, one that happened most recently is uh, my wife and daughter and I. We we took a little little trip to Santa Barbara, and just kind of exploring out there. You know, hitting the beach, hitting a couple of restaurants, and then we went to the the mission, the Santa Barbara mission that's out there. It's been there since sixteen hundred, seventeen hundred. So it definitely has a lot of history. And it actually was, uh, it it was built. I I, I want to say they probably were in, uh, in a fight with like the the Native Americans around that area, different tribes. Um, so they were saying there's some of that around there too as well. But uh, it's you know obviously a mission is known to you know host priests and nuns and just religious figures. Um, and it's it's known to be haunted. And me, I. I believe in this stuff, but I'm very skeptical. I, I always feel like there's a a rhyme or reason to cert- something certain happen. But as we were there exploring, uh, I went to go use the restroom, and I was it was in the far back, and I'm sitting there. There it was on like a Tuesday, you know. We went during the week, and not a lot of people there, as you guys may know, on a mission on the Tuesday, no one's you know not a flock of people are going to be there, so it's pretty empty. And I told my wife, I was like, hey, I'm going to go use the restroom real quick. And while I was using the stall, I heard a a man's voice, very, very like low praying. Like he was saying a prayer. Like, and, and I could tell it was a, it was a, it was a prayer, right? He's like, you know, and he was like talking and I was just like, it sounds like this guy's praying, like almost maybe like an our father or something. And I was like didn't really think anything of it and i leave the stall and there's no one 
in there. I was like, oh, there was a window. I was like, maybe someone outside. No one there. Honestly, there's maybe like 15 people there. And it's a pretty big place. Again, my dumbass didn't really think anything of it. I wasn't scared. I was like, oh, maybe someone was praying next door. You know, these walls are made of like brick. You know, no sound's going to escape from that. And then later on, we're having lunch. And I told Melissa, I was like, about what happened. And her face like dropped. She's like, what? And I was like, yeah, some guy was pr like praying, but like no one was in there. Like, I I, I don't know. It was like a, a prayer room next door. And she's like, you know, that place is known to be haunted. She's like, that's some uh -huh. paranormal shit right there. And like it dawned on me. I'm like, yeah, why would someone be praying in the bathroom? Right. And <laughs> dude, it like I had like just chills. I was like, oh, my goodness. I was like, Damn. yeah, dude, I was like that. I don't know. I mean, it's been there since, like I said, the 16, 1700s, you know, Yikes. so a minute. At least hurting. at least it was praying, you know, and it yeah. wasn't like some saying some freaky ass shit. I mean, that is freaky, but yeah, at least he was like praying. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I'll tell you what, not to make light of your, your story, but I've prayed a few times in the bathroom. <laughs> please god please i, god. I, pro I promise <laughs> i promise i won't eat i won't eat a cheesy gordita crunchy yeah, ever this is, again this is my last taco bell experience i swear <laughs> Not another blowout, please. um and oh, then uh i do i do have it again very skeptical like I, my family is super into all this stuff and they swear they've had these experiences in my head i'm like that seems like there's a a, a reasonable item behind that so i again i i want to have you know these experience not want to but like it it'd be interesting right like interesting stories but uh, another one i had was in the old downtown in san diego historic san diego downtown and it's the the whaley house i don't know if you guys are familiar with it or, or ever been there but again a, a place that's been there since the 1800s uh just a, a, the whaley family were pretty well-to-do family back in the day um, a lot of weird tragedies happened to the family while living on that property. Um, one notably was the daughter found her husband cheating on her with a, uh, another townswoman and she took a shotgun and committed suicide. So as we're walking the house, it's, uh, it's so creepy. There's is a courtroom in it. I, I I think it was converted into a courtroom after all this stuff happened. Cause it's a pretty big lot of land. And then, um, there was a, a theater built into the top, uh, the top rooms. It's huge. It's a huge house. And some of the rooms are still, I guess, preserved to kind of give you that, you know, historic feel and there's dolls and stuff. And people have said they've seen dolls move again. You're like, you probably didn't. And I'm sitting there and it's behind glass. Like you can't touch any of this stuff. Um, so I'm like sitting there like doll move something. I, I want some sort of interaction and nothing. And I'm like, damn, it was still cool to see. But as we're walking downstairs, one of the, the volunteers who worked there, she was, you know, there was a portrait of the daughter. And this is prior to me knowing what happened to her. And she was explaining her story and this was kind of more towards the entrance and it was a pretty breezy day. You know, it was San Diego during the summer. So it was pretty breezy out and I saw the picture moving. Like it was moving a lot. And I was, again, being a dumbass, I was thinking, oh, it's, it's pretty breezy outside and maybe the wind's kind of making it move. And it moved to so much that the volunteer like pushed it back and I saw other people behind her kind of like point and look. And she was just casually telling the story of like, yeah, the daughter and this happened. And she put the frame back. And again, mm -hmm. I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, she's just making sure it doesn't fall off the wall. And then I go to kind of like, you can't touch this portrait. It's like this super heavy metal just frame, like giant, maybe but like, like a 20 by 30 like portrait of this person. I'm like, dude, it's breezy outside, but it's not that breezy and again i feel like it was again she's telling the story of this supposedly this haunting of this the daughter whose spirit they say i've seen there it was her portrait the story she was telling and in my head i was just like again I, it just like dawned on me i was like oh shit like yeah that's crazy yeah dude that you know there's freaky. yeah there's no way the breeze would have 
did it, I was like, maybe there's some like contraption, a little wire yeah, that they somebody's <laughs> behind the wall. Again, <laughs> me thinking of like a logical reason behind it, but it on it moved a fair amount off the wall, and I was just like, oh shit. So that's what's the house called again? Or what's the the, the Whaley House in a yeah, historic nice. old town San Diego? Mm. I was it sounds this, freaky. I was in this like really like it's this old house in California and we all walked into the center of the room and all of a sudden the door shut and the entire room started stretching. It was wild. <laughs> oh, damn. All the portraits started changing. Yeah, all those portraits, they were like kind of some happy outdoor scenery. And then all of a sudden they turned into very morose and this voice started booming over us. Was there someone, no, someone no windows hang- and no wind, no doors, dude, there's someone hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, what you were there, dude. Come Halloween time, that place changes a lot too. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I like the haunted mansion version or the uh, Jack Skellington version. <laughs> Makes me want to watch the movie. I haven't seen the movie yet. I haven't seen the new one either. I almost turned it on, but I was like, I'll I'll wait for another time. Yeah. What about um, you, Al? Do you have any uh any stories or anything that I was weird that's happened about, to you? I was thinking of a bunch. I mean, I couldn't think of any but definitely one you were involved dave and it was definitely weird and i've thought of a million reasons what it could have been but (laughs) you and i we were walking out in the desert behind our house there's this huge water basin area and this huge ditch that goes all the way out we called it the pink taco Um, basically just this huge water ditch and we were just walking up it in the middle of the night and we hear this car screeching like to a halt like it's breaking for its dear life and then we just heard this smash crash like sounded like a huge accident like very bad and we both kind of were like looked at each other like did did we just fucking hear that and i don't know how fast we reacted but we were like we should go check this out what if somebody's hurt and we ended up dipping out and it was on that this street called equestrian and late at night not a lot it was quiet i don't know it was pretty late actually and Mm -hmm. we ended up going getting to that area and nothing we didn't see shit we didn't we didn't see there were no cars we 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 didn't check everything thoroughly but we didn't see any remnants of a wreck any wreckage and i know both of us were just like what the fuck and i think like that at first we were like hesitant because I think we were underage still and it was yeah. past curfew. So we were afraid because that's like a road where cops always will mm-hmm. be driving around. So we didn't want to get in trouble or get or have to speak to cops that yeah, late. Yeah, at yeah. Night. But yeah, there should have been like the way this oh. sounded straight up sounded like we'd at least would have seen like because we did try to be like, well, maybe it was somebody like a little faded and they did mm-hmm. crash mm-hmm. and they just like hit and ran because. Exactly. There was no one around, but there was nothing. There was like Alex said, there was no, it sounded like somebody crashed into like a house or, or into like a oh, brick and wall. It was a long, like a, yeah, it was crazy, it's dude. Like, I do oh, remember fuck. that. As funny as it is, I thought you were going to bring up the story when uh, Jared and James and uh, Sean were camping and we went, we went to go try oh. to find them. And it was like oh, way past fuck. midnight and we're like, let's go try to scare them. And it, it was pitch black, dude. And me and Alex are walking in the desert and all of a sudden something was like right next to us. And this had to have been an animal, like maybe a, a jackrabbit yeah, or like a fucking coyote. It just <laughs> took off like either towards us or like w- right next to us and took off. And Alex bolted straight back, like towards where my car was. And I ran to a bush and stood directly in the <laughs> middle like, of a bush. <laughs> To a bush, yeah. I was like, I was, I was so scared, dude. And Alex was like, "What the fuck are you doing, dude?" And I was like, "I don't know. I feel safe. I feel safe in the bush, dude. I don't know why." And he was like, "Go to your. Let's go to your car." And like, we turned my car, and we were just like shining the brights on, like, and we were in the the wrong spot too because we thought they went to this spot we knew of, and they ended up being like way further away so we were just wandering out in the middle of the night into this uh-huh. desert i think we were shouting too trying to scare them and it was like <laughs> yeah. pretty stupid dude we made it yeah. we made it to the point where you'd have to like climb like pretty serious climbing and we didn't have yeah. any lights or anything so we're like fuck it they can hear us from here and we're like yelling and trying to scare them and yeah. they weren't even they weren't in that area yeah, that was pretty scary too, though, for sure. Being out in the desert in the middle of the night and you can't see it's it's uh anywhere dude, dark 
darkness is kind of freaky. And that's like, yeah, it can play tricks on you, dude. I was walking with uh, my dog like a year, like a year and a half ago. And I, I was in the same area, just up in those trails, grew up in that area, definitely know it. And so at nighttime, I was like, I'm not fucking scared of this. I didn't have a flashlight or anything. And we were just walking and it was during a pandemic time. So uh, there were like homeless encampments there. And on top of that, like you'd find like, I'd find like needles as I was like walking out there and stuff. So I was like, there's people probably like using drugs out there and living, they were living in tents, like little tent cities. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't even thinking about it, dude, but I was walking out there and I swear I heard somebody walking and I got so fucking scared, dude. I just crouched down with my dog and I was just like, they can't see me if I crouch down. And I was just like looking for somebody's head, but I didn't, I couldn't see him, but I definitely heard somebody walking around out there with me. And so I just turned around and went back to my car and nothing bad happened. It just scared me. But Dude, for my experience, and this one was a little fucked up. I don't know if I've told you guys about this or not. I'm pretty sure Alex knows. Fig, you might know. Bobby, you might even know too, because it happened like back in the day, like right when I came home from my mission, essentially. So I was like about 20 years old or 21 years old. And uh, my family is religious, as you guys all know. So like grew up that way. And my mom was always very adamant about Ouija boards and just being like, don't fucking fuck around with Ouija boards. Don't play with them and definitely don't bring them into my house. And of all people, my wholesome little sister had a fucking Ouija board, dude. And she had been storing it underneath my bed because she said she could feel like it made her feel uneasy when it was in her closet. And so I didn't even know, I never felt any type of way, like nothing (laughs) like that. But it was in my room for like weeks before she told me. And she was just putting it underneath my bed. And um, we, I, she told me about it. And my older sister, Brooke, was still living at home as well. And so uh, she's like, come in here. You'll never guess who has a Ouija board. And I was like, what? And she's like, Haley does. And so we started playing with it this first initial time. And we were asking it shit. And I was really skeptical of it, too. I'm like, this thing is uh, made by like Hasbro or something, you know? I was like it's probably just people fucking around with each other and one person moves it and scares everybody. And we were asking it questions and she had a, a list of rules, like for, uh, forbidden questions to ask, like don't ask when you're going to die and like weird shit like that. And so we were just like asking it shit and it wasn't answering. So I was like, fucking answer us or something, you know? And it went to I and then A M and then B. And I thought it was going to say, I am bad. And we had the lights off, I guess, like the way she was told that it works is like, you have to like have your knees combined and you put it on your laps and then the lights were off and it like glowed in the dark. And so uh, my sister Brooke got so scared when it went to that, that she turned the lights on in the room. And she's like, I just got a really bad feeling because it wasn't moving at all. And then it really started moving when I got angry with it. And so after that, I was like, my little sister would have her friends over and they'd play with it. And eventually we did it again. And it was just me and my little sister this time. And um, we were playing with it, dude. And I'll never forget, like we were asking it questions for a while. And it was like, we were communicating with something and it felt weird. Like it seriously felt like we were like talking to something. And we were like, um, what's your name after we'd been talking to it for a while. And uh, it straight up said, uh, some weird name, like some like demon sounding name or like alien name, like Zorgoff or something, you know? And I was like, oh, that's weird. And the more we talked with this thing, then we asked, uh, yeah, it's all dead. But then we asked it uh, again, we were like talking and we were like, who are we talking to? And it straight up said the name Spencer. And uh, my mom had a, a pretty much a full term pregnancy between me and my little sister of a, uh, my little brother who died and his name was Spencer. And we were like, what the fuck? And then we're like, if you're Spencer, when were you, when was, what's your birthday? And I honestly do not even know the month or the day and uh, that my brother's birthday was, you know? And um, my mom has a picture downstairs, but anyways, we asked it and it told us the month, it told us the day. And so I immediately run downstairs to look and my mom has a picture of like Jesus with like kids around uh, him. And it has a little plaque on there that says uh, Spencer James Burr. And then it has the month and the day was the exact month and the exact day. My little sister didn't know it, dude. And I didn't know it either, even though it's been in our house our whole lives. And I was just like, it fucking freaked me out so bad, dude. And it didn't. And I told my little sister, Yeah. I told my little sister straight up. I was like, we weren't talking to Spencer. I was like, it feels like we were talking to like something evil. Like it seriously felt like a demon was like talking to us, dude. And the more, 
Yeah. Even when I talk about it now, dude, I still get chills and I don't bring it up often because like, I don't think I've ever even like told my mom that story, but she knows my little sister had a Ouija board and stuff, but I think it would upset her if she like knew that it was like telling us shit like that in her house. <laughs> dude, but I definitely wouldn't be her favorite. I, I heard though, like, as I've gone, as I've been watching these videos, you're supposed to like close it off afterwards. And if you don't, you leave like it open for this thing to be like fucking with you and it's stuff like in your house but in, yeah yeah straight nothing happened just talk to me or, or let me in let me in yeah, uh-huh. yeah. dude it, like even right now like i'm getting like fucking chills but it was like that's the, by far the most like freaky thing that's ever happened to me and I, I was like we were the ones who were like inviting that energy in but just for the fact that neither one of us knew the month or the day and then when i went down and checked it as soon as i saw it and confirmed it dude it was like the freakiest shit that's ever happened to me in my life dude i remember i think this probably had i'm sure you guys probably stopped using it after that but i remember going over and you're like dude we have a ouija board again (laughs) growing up super fucking catholic and also to the paranormal activity movie just came out and that movie fucking fucked me up for a while dude like (laughs) and i was like i think i left i was like if you guys are gonna do this i'm just gonna go home i'm already freaked out because this movie (laughs) fucked me up of Uh, because we just yeah the first one and we just moved into uh with justin and at 989 so it's like i was you know i'm used to sleeping in the room with my brother and i moved out of my house for the first time so i'm in a room by myself i was like Nah, man, if you guys are going to fuck with that, I'm I'm just peace out. I'll, I'll catch well, you guys in the morning. An, another time me and Alex did uh, take it and we were using it and we asked it all the forbidden shit that my little sister said was yeah, against dude. the rules. And it Thank gave you. us like fucking freaky answers. We asked like when we were going to die and how and didn't it say for you of like by fire or something, Alex? One <laughs> of us was fire and one of us, I think, was a car crash. <laughs> yeah, dude. Which, uh, either way, I hope I hope. Yeah, Isn't like, true, I, you but, just can't uh, get peacefully in your sleep. <laughs> I know, and sadly, I think we asked when, and one of us, one of us was actually not too far from like now. Yeah. yeah, I think it, it was, was like, like our late thirties, like mid maybe, to late thirties, yeah. maybe like thirty eight or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was like, I was just like, fuck, okay. Yeah, you, put your, you 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 either put your pinkies or something. So it feels yeah, like I think it was like your index and your pinkies. <laughs> Yeah. or something so it's you like you barely... not moving it are you moving it i'm not chinese finger traps <laughs> yeah, but yeah dude that shit like severely that was my one experience that really like fucked with me dude and i tried to get my cousin to record and i do have a recording i was going to play for you guys of my uncle and his story but my cousin kevin dude he had a story and you guys i think have all been to my aunt's old house my aunt and uncle's old house and kevin's room you'd go up the stairs and it was right there on the right and it was like mm-hmm. a jack and jill room so there was yeah. the a room here and here and then a connecting bathroom but it mm-hmm. went in like a u-shape And he had his bed here and like his closet. It was like a big like walk-in closet. And he was in his bed one night and he said like uh, he heard something like fucking a scary ass voice say something from his closet. And then it was like making a fucking scary noise and his door slowly opened up and this motherfucker all he said he did i was like did you like run away i was like i would never go back in that room he's like dude i just pulled the covers up over my head and he's like and i just went to sleep (laughs) i was like what if my aunt was just like fucking with him (laughs) that was a goddamn babadook that's he told me uh, kids to stay that stay asleep when i wanted to get him to tell me the story so i could play it for you guys he the all he told me in the text message was he's like to this day i still think it was a fucking witch and so i was like god damn that's that's freaky dude who knows maybe he fell asleep and like it was a dream and it just seemed real but i wouldn't i would never go back in my room again if that happened to me dude i'd be so afraid i'd sleep with the lights on and i would just shut my closet door every night (laughs) you guys ever uh fuck with the formative novel scary stories to tell in the dark oh hell yeah oh yeah (laughs) Oh yeah. <laughs> the I only haven't... story I remember from that one is the chick who has the spiders like crawling. Yeah, out that's the one I was just thinking of. <laughs> the illustration used to be fucking freaky of all the it stories. But... Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. sounds horrible. Dude, you but... had to, like it was almost like a at, I went to Catholic school and you couldn't check that book out until you got to third grade. And then when you got to third grade, <laughs> it was like a wait list of wait lists because it was like, oh, you're there, you can get it now. 
It's like the uh, most demanding book it's, or the yeah. most like wanted book. <laughs> yes. It's banned. Um, have you guys ever heard of the city of Pioch though out here in Nevada? Mm-mm. I think, yes. uh, my, yeah, my, my, um, it was an old mining town and, uh, from my understanding, it used to, there used to be like a native American tribe out there. And like the first people who were out there, I think they like showed to a, a Mormon missionary, some silver. And so they found out in these mountains, there was a shit ton of silver. So it brought a bunch of people out there for like a big, like silver rush. And that's why they established Pioch back in those days was just, it was a pure mining town. And there was a, at one point in time, when I was talking to my uncle about this story, he said, one time historically there was there had been more deaths than there were people that were in the city like living so there's like a rich history of a lot of mining accidents and just wild wild west people just fucking killing each other you know there's an uh this uh hotel where this story happened and took place with my uncle it's called the overland hotel and it's a bar and a saloon and it had burned down like back in the day and they've rebuilt it and it's just an old creepy place like the the bar and saloon looks cool because it looks like a straight up old like western saloon but even that zach baggins guy like him and his crew had been there and paranormal investigated it but the town in general is just freaky it's one of those small towns where even like the people kind of are just like creepy you know and there's like a cemetery there that's fucking scary and anytime we go hunting we always draw out in that area and so we're always like out camping essentially you know but this time the month before i went camping with them and uh we talk about it but i'll cut the story short when i play my uncle's story just so it's not too long for you guys but we i was asleep we had two separate tents and my grandpa my uncle timmy and my cousin matt were in a tent and then the rest of us were in a bigger tent and this time sucked because it was freezing and it was non-stop like pouring rain and my grandpa's super old school and he was like we're not gonna go stay in a hotel like we're we're gonna camp and that's what's part of fun of of hunting too you know and shit but it was miserable man and that night in particular they heard like screaming like my uncle told me it was like gut-wrenching screaming my uncle timmy and it scared the fuck out of him and uh we always have guns obviously because we're hunting and uh there's always a few even handguns this night in particular just because it was raining so bad everything was in the trucks dude which is kind of dumb but they were terrified. Thankfully, I slept through all of this. Like everybody in my tent slept through it. But when we woke up there, they told us and they were like, they said they heard the screaming and stuff. And then like 10 to 15 minutes later, they heard shit like walking around our campsite. And so it was like freaked them out, dude. And I was leaving, I think the next day anyways, with my uncle, we left a little bit earlier. They stayed a couple more days to try to finish out the hunt. But then a month later, I didn't want to miss work because I took off work to go on this trip. My grandpa had drew out for the first time to hunt for an elk and he had been trying his whole life and it's just like really hard to get a tag and he finally got it. And so the good news was when we were deer hunting, we saw a ton of elks like walking around. So we're like, okay, cool. Like he has a good shot of coming back and getting an elk. And they ended up staying at the Overland Hotel this time because the experience was so fucking miserable camping uh, deer hunting that they're like, we're not going to do that again. So they stay at this hotel and this hotel's just notoriously haunted and they stayed, I think it's room number 10. They put the people put them in the most haunted room and it's a, I think it's a conjoined room. Uh, but here I'll go ahead and share my screen and just play this story for you guys really quick. Here is the hotel in yes. general. I found like a, okay. So there's yeah, the room, scary. the old carpet and stuff. Yeah. That TV and it's all still looks like this. Here's the, hotel and saloon that's like just where you go and it even says boo on the walls <laughs> <laughs> like scary fucking hallway it's funny because there's like a shadowy figure down at the end of it mm, in this, this place does look sketch here's the here's the cemetery Yikes. there's like the old mining shit that go up to like the mines and shit above it dude yeah, the carts is, uh, pretty there's the room number 10 yeah, just really old, really scary, outdated shit, dude. But um, I like that wallpaper. That's pretty sick. Those little geckos. <laughs> yeah, the geckos. That's pretty, cool. That's pretty cool. But I'll go ahead and play this for you guys. All right. So I'm here with my uncle, Kendall, and uh, just uh, speaking on scary stories for this podcast that we're going to be doing on the Things We Dig podcast. I know that you have 
quite the experience. Um, I unfortunately missed out on this experience because I chose to work instead of going with you guys to elk hunt. You, but, you chose um, wisely. <laughs> I, I always kind of want to have an experience like this just so I can say it happened. But at the same time, like, I don't know if it's worth it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, go go to the Overland if you want to. <laughs> All right. So speaking of that, the and the occurrence happened at the Overland Hotel, which is it's in Peoch, Nevada. Yeah. And uh, yeah, do you want to just give us a little rundown of your experience? Sure. So so we go to this hotel and we're, we're do- going up there for the elk hunt. And there's like there's me, my dad, my brother, three of my nephews. We're all staying in the same room. I want to say it was like room three or four or something like that. Oh, sorry. It wasn't. And, uh, we all got bad. We're all sleeping together. I'm in uh, a roll of way over by the door. Go to sleep. Everybody's going to sleep. Not a big deal. All of a sudden, like, I like wake up, turn my head and look towards the door. And there is this guy standing there. And it's like, it's like that, like Slimer green, like just like that ghostly green look. Right. And like, all of a sudden I can't, I'm trying to scream and I cannot scream. Uh, just random mumbling noises are coming out of my mouth. Like, and this guy's just getting closer and closer. Finally, my dad and them wake up and go, what the hell are you making all those noises for? And I can find like, I was like a weight off my chest, like, oh, and uh, yeah, it scared the hell out of me. So then whatever, we finished the hunt that day. Thankfully, I didn't spend another night there. And uh, I go home and I'm talking to Andy and uh, I'm telling her about it and she's laughing at me. And um, we, we start looking up stuff online about it. And I guess like Ghost Adventures had done a, a video about it. And they had a, a picture of, of the guy who got, like, one of the guys that got murdered there, like, the owner or something like down in the basement. And, um, like, I had described this guy, like, was identical to what that picture was. And, like, the hair on my arm stood up like it was crazy. Like, yeah, it, it, it happened and scared the living hell out of me. Yeah, that's so scary. And it's funny because I remember after you told us, and I, I think you guys, didn't you guys say, like, prior to you having that experience, you were hearing, like, phantom chains being oh yeah you could hear up. chains being pulled and like they said it was an art studio downstairs but who has an art studio at like midnight there's a lot of really scary stories about it so i think that's that's so crazy though man that you saw like an entity just like or that dude standing there and then yeah. you couldn't even say anything either that's so no, it was like someone was on my chest would you have uh, not stayed there another night? Oh no, there's no way in hell I would have. I would have left. Like, <laughs> I was already planning like those little cabins behind the gas station. Yeah. Like, I was, I those was are actually pretty there. cool too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you know what happened to Matt? I don't know if I'm going to be able to get him on here or not. So they went up. I want to say it was the next year or the year after again on, on on a hunting trip, and they stayed there. And he had his experience was a little different. He woke up he said somebody was choking him in his sleep and when he finally woke up out of it or or you know was was taken out of it he woke up with a red line across his throat yeah that slowly faded throughout the day so it wasn't like a scratch or anything but it was like a red mark across his throat i do know that his little brother sam was in the room he possibly was choking him no i'm just kidding (laughs) that could have happened i mean i wouldn't blame him well it's funny i was talking to sam though too and sam was like yeah i woke up and matt was just quoting the bible I can't believe they stayed there after the fact that this happened. I don't think they believe me. <laughs> yeah, that's so crazy though. Oh but my for God. it to happen to Matthew too, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's and then crazy. for him to have like the physical mark on his neck too, it's yeah. crazy that you both had the feeling that you couldn't talk. You know? Yeah. I almost wonder if that dude was like strangling people or something, or if he was strangled himself. It, it could have been. I don't know. I, I never. Uncle Kendall had that sleep paralysis demon all over him. Dude, something like that. I don't like sure. that at all. Like, uh, I don't, why would we could have recorded this podcast on like 10 a.m. on a Saturday instead of <laughs> instead of bedtime over on the East Coast? Yeah, yeah that would have been chill. <laughs> I know. Uh, ooh, and, and, and your cousins or your other family members stayed at the same hotel even after for what Kendall? reason? it's really such a small town that it's like this place and one other like hotel to stay at so sometimes it's just hunting season and options are limited dude you know what i mean so it's either go camp or i can stay at this motel (laughs) but yeah i had to play that change hobbies i wouldn't be a hunter anymore (laughs) 
I would open up an art studio in yeah. the town. They're just doing some, well, some chain. It was work. funny because they were they were all crammed in that room too. And my uncle Timmy, my uncle Kendall's older brother, was saying that uh and my uncle is like substantially younger than my mom and her two other siblings. Uh my mom was like 18 when my grandma had him. So he's kind of like my brother. He's like two years older than my oldest sibling. But I like I would have been there like like Fig said, like I almost want to experience something like that. And that would have been a good opportunity to at least like I had all my family in one room. So I wouldn't have been like alone experiencing it, you know, but they were saying like they were hearing the sounds of chains, like somebody was in the hall, like dragging chains. And my uncle Timmy went to the front desk and was like, not complaining, but just asking about it, like. Hey, are you hearing this? Like we're hearing chains. Has there been anybody moving shit around? And they're like, no, there's not anything going on. Like my uncle said, they said, you know, there's an art installment or studio down in the basement. Maybe it was that, but he was like at midnight, like really like people are like yeah, move, no. rattling chains and I made a put joke. chains in this town for 30 years. <laughs> I made a joke when they told us after the fact we were at like a family dinner at my uncle's house. And I was like, my uncle went up to the front desk and was like, yeah, tell whoever's moving those chains at night to stop. They're scaring my brother. (laughs) They're scaring my little brother. (laughs) But yeah, dude, that's like just weird shit, dude. And my uncle, like he told me another story too. He used to work at a, the Lauren Williams pool next to basic high school, our high school. Mm -hmm. And, um, upstairs if you guys remember there was like a bathroom upstairs and he said he was taking a shit in there and he was a manager and he had a key and he said there was absolutely nobody else in this bathroom he turned the lights on went in sat in a stall and he said literally every toilet started flushing like one after the other and he said it scared the shit out of him and he like got up and left and i was like maybe it was an old building maybe like Yeah. yeah maybe something happened but dude i do have one more that i forgot about my job now, it's like a warehouse building that was uh, retrofitted to be to grow plants in it. And before it was uh, David Copperfield's <laughs> cannabis plants. Oh, but... <laughs> Devil's lettuce. <laughs> I was but it was, uh, it was David Copperfield's warehouse before, and he used to store shit there. And there's been people who have had weird shit happen to them there, dude. And, uh, we were working graveyard shift and everywhere in this place, you have to have a key card to get into the next door and to the corridors and stuff. And we all were coming back from break. It was like two o'clock in the morning. And I like, there's like an area where you can wash your hands and you like can see it in your peripherals and it leads to like the post-production area. And then you go down the opposite hallway and that's where the flower rooms are. And I remember coming out and seeing somebody in my peripherals, like walking and then going into the post-production area and I go through the hallway and this, this guy who was working there at the time named Brandon came, walked by me. And I was like, where are you going? Cause we were always like very strict on where you need to be at like what time, like if you're, if it's not break time, you need to be working. And so he was walking by me and I'm like, where are you going, dude? Like, what are you doing? And he was like, um, something really weird. He's like, but I swear, I thought I saw somebody before I came down the hall. So I just was going to go check it out. And it freaked me out because I was like, dude, I saw somebody too. And then like everybody else said that they thought they saw somebody walking down that way too. And so we're all like, what the fuck? It scared us. And we're like, is somebody in the building, you know? And so we walk down there and we go into post-production, we look and there was no one. Then we go in the garage, we look, there was no one. And there was one more room to open. And I was like, dude, it's going to be so fucking freaky if we open this and there's just some random motherfucker who broke into the facility, you know, and we didn't see anybody, but I saw it in my peripheral, but just the fact that everybody thought they saw somebody walk down that into that room was pretty freaky, dude. And that that is another experience where I was like, all right, this was weird. I was like, it happened to all of us. And we all were just like, whatever. It wasn't scary after that or anything. But I have another one, too, where these two guys were working in the bedroom. To- <laughs> Why do you have so many haunted stories? No, because this building, <laughs> dude, it's, it's this building. But they, they were working in there and it was... Uh, <laughs> There's just two of them and they were like doing plant work and all of a sudden they heard somebody whistle and like he they both looked at each other and they're like, 
was that you? Are you whistling? And they were like, no. And they don't, they both just put their shit down and left the room. (laughs) They were like, they couldn't deal with it. But those, those are my two stories right there, dude, of what happened. in you had like 14 stories, but I I don't know if you know how to count on your story log tonight. And I got one more. Yeah. All these idiots out there doing ghost story podcasts with their million subscribers. They only tell one story in a podcast. We, we tell 30. (laughs) That's just but yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, I very spooky. I, I you always just hear though, like we were talking, you know, the brain, the eyes can play tricks on you. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. your brain justifies seeing things that aren't truly there or happening. So who's to truly say? But I can say like the feeling that you get, like if you're in these situations, like sometimes it's just like I don't know your intuition or whatever, dude that's telling you like something's up and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. most of the time like any time in my life where i've gotten that feeling it's like you should listen to it because the times where i haven't like i feel like shit's happened (laughs) but yeah dude those were uh my stories you guys had some really good score uh stories too and hopefully maybe by next uh halloween we might have some more occurrences maybe we can get the other (laughs) nobody wants more scary stuff maybe we can get the other chris i wonder if the other chris has any stories dude listeners Um, if you have any stories uh drop it in the dms we'll we'll post it for you (laughs) it's probably some good we'll do a live uh pod with the the ouija board we'll all get a ouija board (laughs) see how we can work this out we can do it let's all everybody come to vegas we'll go to my parents house (laughs) (laughs) it's still under your your old bed bed, i threw this i threw this over the hoover dam it's like the same fucking evil ass demon name again it's like zorgoff or whatever it was (laughs) zorgoff hail zorgoff but uh yeah those were really good stories guys thanks for sharing and yeah hopefully We don't get haunted again in our lifetime, but we are I'm a for this combo. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry dude, to anybody. Scary out there. movie 101, Dave. This so now it's going to happen. Oh like, yeah. Lucky dude. for me, I've never had sex, so I'm safe. <laughs> the version. All um, you other kid havers. <laughs> Sorry. Well, fuck. That was quite the spooky. <laughs> that was quite the spooky episode, guys. Mm. Um, thanks for sharing your stories, and I hope that you're able to sleep soundly tonight. As I have, I was going to say that this time. time. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> but calling it a night on this pod. This has been Dave. Thanks for hanging out with us. Stay creepy, my friends. Later days. It's just Bobby. Love you. Stay scary, y'all. Oh yes, it's things we dig.